0: Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on June the 10th, 2018. I've been forcing myself this last week or two to mention that you can buy the books and discs that I I have for sale at cuttingthroughthematrix.com. And you can donate as well for the countless shows that are up there now, where I go into the whole system in which we're born into and how it works. And how it works is vastly different from the way it's portrayed to you on a daily basis by what's called news. And it truly is so incredibly, incredibly different. It can only function with a naive population who are trained to perceive it in one direction only. And that's exactly how it's been set up to do. And it works awfully well for those who control the planet. So I go into the, the cons that aren't new. The cons are very, very old. Cons go way, way back thousands of years where those who take over society by ruling them, by ruling the people, by studying the people, that's how they end up ruling them, really understand it perfectly well. If you understand basic nature of dries, for instance, food, shelter, clothing, procreation, all of that kind of stuff, To keep society going You can really get into managing the public You blame crop failure In the ancient days For not really paying enough money To the priests who would get the sun up in the morning And make sure your crops had a good dose of it Or they could also uh, You could have droughts And so you'd have to pay more and more money For the priests to then uh, Go through their, their rigmarole of pretending to Get this, the, the rain gods to let loose on the crops Things like that, very simple in ancient times And every king and ruler understood these techniques Nothing has changed, only only now of course it's global warming or Before before that the same people said they'd use an ice age A coming ice age But it didn't work out so well in the 60s and 70s So they changed, they should have stayed where they were but they change to the global warming, and of course, we're all to blame for it, so we've got to pay lots of money for a lot of nonsense for private corporations to get big, big uh, grants uh, given to them, where they can start their own massive enterprises and businesses, uh, all paid for by the taxpayer. Not a bad deal, really, isn't it? That's how, the Cons never stop. They never, ever stop. The very con that you have, a, a nation, for instance, is a beautiful con. And that you vote in people who look after you, that's even better. That's much, much better, isn't it? But I go through these ancient scams up to the present day, and also the coding techniques. There's definitely coding techniques there. They've been here forever, actually, uh, coding techniques. Every society from ancient times ha- has used coding, or even different languages at times, so the public didn't even understand what they were talking about. You had the Chaldeans, who, like many of the languages in the Middle East, uh, they, they'd had it worked out that, that every every letter was a number. And so you could write uh, in the language itself and also take the numbers in the coding and vice versa. Uh, the Romans even used uh, people from these different tribes uh, when they went in to to invade other other neighboring countries, and they would use them to literally encode on these sticks uh, they carved into them the messages uh, and numbers which were then transposed back into the the letters and the other, at the other end. This has always been the way of it. Fantastic stuff has been done by museums in the United States where you find the the, the different machines that were literally designed by people like Thomas Jefferson and all the other Freemasons. They were into coding and had the machines that coded them, just like modern typewriters, only weren't typewriters, but similar type of thing. They ran on on, on discs and they would spin them and, and uh, end up with different codings, etc., for messages. Nothing really changes with deception. The beauty of it, and it's all to do with power. Remember power is but control. You can't get power unless you have control. And so you must get people to give power, their own power, up to, to those who want to rule over them. The best way to do it is to keep telling them that they're free, tell them that they're the best country in the world, no matter what country it is, they have the best healthcare systems in the world, no matter what country it is. And Bertrand Russell said the same thing too. And, and, and then, of course, tax them like crazy. You give them little spells here and there where it's not as, as bad as it's been occasionally. And you, you say, well, it's not too bad right now. and But you don't realize you're getting ready for another whang is the collapse the economy through the banking system, plundered you again. And once the wars, for instance, are over in the United States, the, the, the present bunch that they've got lined up, it's the same bunch of wars that have been lined up for many years, actually, for the neocons, from the project from new American century from the 90s, and the ones that haven't been done yet have to be, have to be finished off And anybody who's not under the World Bank and IMF and borrowing money from them has to be literally annihilated and brought under the thumb of the world system. But anyway, I go into this system and and different books and so on and show you how secret societies are are secret in the first place, generally, because if they're not being simply persecuted because they're a different tribe or whatever it happens to be, it's generally because they themselves would be uh, running down the streets, uh, being chased by crowds with ropes if uh, the people found out what they were up to. That's why they're secrets. Because what society, even in modern times, has to keep secrets from the general public if they're good societies? Hmm? That's how it really is. And I go into this in in the books, I say, from thousands of years ago up to the present time and how coding is used, even today. And you'll find little memes even in news today with with certain memes that they'll put out in in, in headline form. And if you understand what they're saying, and you say, why are they all using the same silly meme across the whole planet at the same time? These are literally an in-your-face message. That the general public are not really meant to understand The higher meanings of As the big boys kick into, the, into gear The next part of their big plan That's, really, that's all it is really So remember Buy the books and discs at cutting through You'll find too That no one else out there Has been authorised by me to sell my books And I keep catching people Who literally are reprinting them And another one recently And even using a site with my name on it As though it was mine uh, the nerve of them is just astonishing <laughs> And even selling the books that they They're their reprinting And selling them for more money than I was Charging for them, I believe Anyway, that's what happens So, as I say, this is a system in which we live Such people That do that Would do well if they'd studied harder In the school, or if their parents Had married uh, higher up the scale And they would be in politics uh, Conning the rest of society that's what's wrong with society. And a money system, as I say, really encourages the psychopaths to, to get up there and do this kind of thing. So buy the books at, at com. See the see all the sites I have, the official sites. Anytime you see books being sold with my name on them, you'll know that they're not mine at all. Or they're simply being someone's uh, reprinted the books and selling them. Let me know. And I I'll look into it, because I've had this on and off for years. And even fake sites, even bigger fake sites, using my, copying my websites and put my picture on it to lure folk in to a, an alternative uh, agenda, hoping to get me slammed by saying things I'd never say. But it was very authentic looking, and uh, that, that happened a while back too. You have no idea what, what goes on. You have no idea what goes on out there by different forces uh, and also individuals that think they know better about how they should handle the system etc. I mentioned before too that much out there uh, that used to be for alternative media, which was the only media at one time you could find anything a bit different at all. It doesn't matter if you agreed with it or not agreed, Just the fact it was different from the mainstream. It's really been taken over on the big scale, the big ones anyway, no doubt at all. In fact, some of them may have even been designed to be that way in the first place. You can't take things over or, or, or get followers to go off along in an agenda unless you see all the right things for years. And then you sway them off into a loop, you take them off in a different direction altogether, until they're even all for the different wars that are going on. Years ago, the alternative media was, was to stop all these wars because it was bringing the countries down, the countries that were caught bringing and sending troops over and, and so on for the military-industrial complex, and bankrupting you all. It's very expensive to have these wars now, and especially when there was no legitimate reason for it. How chaotic can you be? Uh, And and believe me, they can be very chaotic at the top. And 9-11, of course, was uh, what they used to go off and and attack the very countries they put on a list before it all happened in 9-11. So how convenient to, to have what they wanted, a Pearl Harbor event. And that's how things are really done. Hitler said the same thing about lies. He said, if you're going to tell a lie, tell a really, really big lie. Because everybody at the bottom, the, the general population will lie Generally white lies and so on And they can understand uh, uh, how, how they do it And they would laugh at the small lies given by a leader So therefore, yeah, but they can't understand someone who would lie to such a whopping scale As to give a reason for, for instance, taking you to war It must be true, because you yourself would never use such a whopping lie So it must be true, and, and that's why it works and it never changes It never never, ever changes I can remember Ronald Reagan calling different countries Including Iran eventually because They kept changing their By the way it was the same bunch It was behind Reagan too It wasn't as bad and, and obvious as it was between, When George Bush Jr was in But they still wanted uh, To swing the weight around and so on But the thing is Reagan himself The same scriptwriters too where you had the evil Satan uh, of, of and and the, and the great threat to the whole planet, of course, and the evil empire, all that kind of stuff was all used, and and eventually even to, to focus on Gaddafi of Libya, and he eventually became the the, the last, I think, the last evil Satan after all the, the whole rest of them. The rest of them, of course, at that time, um, in, including Iraq, were basically. Uh, U.S. allies at the time, and you found that uh, the leaders the leaders that were installed were actually installed by the CIA at that time. It's an awful thing. If you ever see a country where leaders become puppets of big, powerful governments, it's a very dangerous position for them to have because they'll turn on you when your usefulness is over, or if they can get more points on this little scoreboard of points By eliminating the, the ones that they've used As a show to the world Then it's rather drastic That's how things really are, isn't it? And Saddam Hussein, of course, worked for years For the CIA, they helped put him in In fact, they trained him And he was an American ally for a long time You always get this, this they call this Strategy of tensions where in, in geopolitics Where they play one country off against another Britain did it too. It was balance of power, they called it there. And Britain, in the, in the 1800s, would look at the smaller guys next to a bigger guy. And the bigger guy might, if it gets any bigger, might become a problem to the British Empire system. And if he did, then he's a problem. So what you'd do is finance that the little country next door, up-and-coming country, fill them full of ideas about being on their side to kick over their neighbour, their big neighbour and get them started up and let them go to it and you would, you would see who was going to win or not win and sometimes they would step in and help the ones who were losing but the fact was it was nothing to do with helping anybody at all except themselves in London because the whole empire was ruled from London the clique there and the money boys too behind it all you know, they don't get empires to make movies where, where soldiers strut around, and they give good movies to the public about excitement and danger, they don't they don't do it for that. It's done for, for private individuals who own massive corporations, and the banking system that lends to nations. Uh, they all make money off of all this and they get resources for free, the taxpayers in the countries. End up, laying, putting, end up supporting the army financially, paying for the whole thing, and even putting in all the the, the, the railroad lines and so on to take the, the wealth of the country that have just invaded out, uh, etc., for trade and, and to sell and for all this kind of stuff. And that's how it works, and it always has been and it always will be. It doesn't matter who is, is the kingpin at the time in a particular era. And we tend to forget that. That's why it's not taught much in school about the plundering of nations. It's always about going off to civilized countries and so on. And the goal eventually became a system, a British-type system, across the whole planet. With that same kind of parliamentary system, they would also seek out and pick politicians for the public to vote for, which we have across that we've, we have in the Western countries, same system. But all, all the candidates are pre-selected for you to vote by people you've never heard of. And Carl Quigley uh, talked about that in Tragedy and Hope and the Anglo-American Establishment, another great book to read. Because they go through the, through the whole system of how the public have this fake system. You don't know the politicians. They're sold as packages to the public or products to the public. Fake everything Just like making stars for music Or Hollywood You have a whole machinery behind it To create an image and a persona Which isn't real at all Of the person or thing or whatever you're, you're, you're pushing That's how it's really really done And then Quigley said himself It didn't matter what party you voted for Because the tops of all parties Were part of the same system one, one group, the private group behind it all, and they were selected by it. And he wrote his book in the, in the 60s, and the, the 1960s, and he said that the, that the system had already been picking the presidents and politicians in the US and, and Britain and elsewhere uh, for well over uh, 60 years then. So it was way back. And it's true enough, I mean, the people that... Um, Quigley worked with to to gather all this information were people in the system of of, of this private organization Including Alfred Zimmern who had been historian for uh, the organization for a while and he let Quigley into how it all works and how it was, it was, the system, in other words, did not rely upon people having the sense to vote what was called the right way, the, the proper direction. They'd always have this group behind it all who managed it all, very much like the New Atlantis, Bacon's New Atlantis. That was the idea of that, too. And in a sense, it's very real. Because it's been behind it all And of course you have also the establishment That gives you all your your public relations And your opinions The Council on Foreign Relations in the US And the Royal Institute for International Affairs in Britain And of course you also have The European Institute for International Affairs These are all the same groups And the Pacific Rim ones too Institute for Pacific Relations And other ones etc That's how the world's really run and people get together with these private groups and the round tables and so on And they plan the future And they implement it with the massive grants they have from foundations of, of members as well and so on That's what gives your opinions That's what gives your education system too And your brainwashing from a very early age Because if you don't get brainwashed at a very early age your Later the brainwashing won't take so well Again, a fantastic history we've got really a fantastic, intriguing history And different from the usual stuff we used to get at school In Britain you got, you got the names of generals and battles And when that happened and all that kind of stuff But you really didn't get any real reasons behind it Not the real, real reasons There's always economic reasons behind it all To say conquering, plundering, stealing, etc, etc And getting new resources for free That's generally what's behind it all those who run it all have no apologies for this system at all. None whatsoever. In fact, they couch it in a sort of humane way of running the world, with the ignorant masses best being kept in the dark. They're rather blatant amongst themselves, but Alfred Zimmern, as I say, that had looked after the CFR for the US, and also the British one too, for a while as a private historian, he also had been Literally, he ran a communist paper out of Britain And quickly said the same thing We have no, no aversion to our members Being communists or, or fascists or dictators or whatever And they don't But strangely enough, all these people The communists, the fascists They're all dedicated and sworn allegiance to this organization Quite amazing, isn't it? All the top union leaders too All through the 20th century were all members of it as well Quite something And the top international banking families Also members of it And they're big foundation members too That's how it really is So it's different But again it can only work very well When you raise your people thinking That what comes out in the news Is just happenstance between different parties That are warring with each other And vying for power and etc And in reality In the political level As Quigley did say it says that the lower down members of the parties, all parties, are allowed a certain amount of competition amongst themselves. That's how they'll, they'll really pick ones they can use, who have good argumentative skills and debating skills. And they can pick them and then make them join, bring them into the, the, the fold to help rule the world a, for, the, for their masters way above them. And there are masters way above them. But it's so vastly different from what you're, you're taught. So as I say, get the books and discs at cutting and you can donate as well, for, hopefully for the use of, of using the site because there's thousands and thousands of things up there, Our talks I've given over years, and that costs money to run them all. And the reason I have so many is because in, in the earlier days they kept pulling my sites, the big organisations they say, oh, you've run out of disk space, blah, 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 blah. Even when you kept paying for more and more, or it was claimed as unlimited, they kept hammering me and giving me all kinds of problems. So I thought, well, this is too important to just let go. And the reason I came out in the first place was I knew, even in the alternative media, where it was going to be taken. I understood that. I thought I'd better get my information out before it closes altogether. I knew that the information on internet and so on, was going to be a limited time. They would never, never ever allow the public to have complete freedom of speech. Never, ever, ever. And you understand too, there's a lot of crazy people out there too that are just full of hate and anger and so on, and who are just vicious and nasty. I understand too, it's easier for them to hide behind anonymity as they attack all kinds of people. But the problem is, you have to have freedom of speech, even the hate stuff, or you have no speech at all. Because eventually, it comes round to you, and you're you banned as well. Of course, it does. And I think really, the, the elite aren't worried at all about people getting so ticked off with with uh, self policing, as I like to call it. The United Nations is a teach you yourself, police yourself, little. Little nudges and so on Don't say this, don't say that Don't call this that, don't whatever it happens to be Even normal language is constantly changing By those who want to control your thoughts Because words are your thoughts And if you can't convey the actual proper words Then you, like Orwell said in 1984 There can be no revolution, you see In the actual story of the book There can be no revolution Or counter-revolution or whatever you want to call it In 1984, if the people literally didn't have the vocabulary with which to argue their points, as they minimalized the vocabulary in the dictionary. Very clever. Well, you're going through it, folks. As you do your tweeting and all that kind of stuff, as you do the strange little abbreviations, you're being taught not to convey proper thought. This This is not by chance it's all happening. It's planned that way. It really is. It's all planned that way. If you look at the early school tuition lessons and tests of even 1800s, even before that, and see what children were being taught in little schools. I'm not to be the ultra wealthy elite or anything like that. I'm just with the average people who, who got schooling and, and it was often paid for by their parents, straight to, to a teacher. It was incredible what they were writing. The use of vocabulary. Wonderful it was. And we truly are losing everything. that The complete ability to express ourselves. When you do that, you're, you're lost. You're lost. A lot of the problems folk have when, when, with anger management when they're younger is they can't express themselves. They don't have the words anymore. And that was all intentional. It was brought down through the music and then you had rap. And now it's into this wailing thing that's not even music at all. All intentional, because every part of the culture industry is very important for the agenda. And I've watched a lot of it myself, as they took it down and down and down and down and down. The same agenda that worked for a hundred years bringing down art and beauty and so on, into nihilism was all part of it, too. It hasn't stopped yet. A war goes on all the time on everybody. (laughs) And most folk, unfortunately, are unaware of it. They don't know war was even declared upon. Or their families, or their whole ancestry for that matter. And it's certainly on. I'll put an article by Peter Hitchens up in Britain who... He goes through some of it with Blair about Blair Tony Blair, and how how the Blair policy was actually followed by the Cameron policy, with mass migration to annihilate the, the British people, and that did become public. By the way, it's not it's not some conspiracy theories like to call things today. Don't forget the term conspiracy theory was dreamed up by the CIA, to to ridicule anybody and get the public to ridicule anybody who came out with any. Any, any pertinent facts on how the world is really run So we are living in a minefield of thought Of holding on to ourselves And Most people are quite happy Or, or else maybe not so happy they, I think they just drown They, they, they fall into to the soup Of unconsciousness Which the, the elite want you to be in It's much easier that way To be all uniform Than to think for yourself Hang on to your ideals Especially the ones you had when you were young as well Very, very important Because life as it is today Is designed And managed To destroy you And tries so hard to destroy you To destroy goodness of any kind And to And even hope of any kind as well Why do you think there's so many folk committing suicide? Apart from drugs being led to society and so on. Why do you think that's all happening now, so big? It's intended to do it. It's intended that life become, in a sense, miserable. To get more and more folk, especially as you get older too, to take the euthanasia pill. I'm going to touch on that tonight as well. It's, it's worldwide. This, this, this world policy, especially across all the, the old British Empire nations and the U.S. has been done at the same time with little articles that come out, little bits and pieces about why don't you just do that? Isn't that a good thing? Blah, blah, blah. But the reality is they're cutting back on medical care across the board. as part of the depopulation policy. And again... And, and engage, they always get the victims to agree with, with their policy Well, you know, and I you know, understand it People have always, always been helped on their way if they wanted it But when you get the government involved in these things You've got a different, a different animal at work here Very, very different And it's dangerous because there's other reasons It's not because they want to help you Government is not really in the the position to, to, or or in the agenda of helping you. It really isn't. Really, is helping themselves, yeah, helping themselves get more power, uh, pleasing their bosses to get up the ladder even further into positions that are even higher than government. That's what they're really there for. Really is. The same governments, for instance, they're, they're allocating billions. To be given across the whole planet for United Nations, UNESCO, and World Bank policies. Remember that word again, World Bank policies. Eh? So we'll all be born more money to give away across the planet under do gooding. You know, we're do gooding to help help girls get better. All this. The money that ends up going to where it never gets there. It never gets there. We've done so many talks for years and years and years about that particular topic. And, and back, what do banks love? They love loans. Take out little, oh, all these massive loans and big agenda loans and so on. And you've got to pay it all back as you go down the tubes. Justin Trudeau is going to give about close to $400 million to start it off. Uh, and the, the group behind it, who are well paid at the top, incredibly well paid, these, these people who organize these things, they wanted more. Meanwhile, at the same time in Canada They're cutting back on the health care for people who are sick Who could be, get really good treatment and last a lot longer In or out of hospital with the right treatments But they're not going to get it But we can throw money across the planet To people who don't vote in Canada So, so much for your, your, having representative government Plus, they're talking now that there's so many folk With uh, types of hepatitis Who don't even know they've got it and they've got little exposés out right now about the age group being born in the 1940s, 47 or so, up to I don't know, 75 or whatever, are the most prone to it at the moment. That's what they're finding. But the folk don't know it until it's too late. But if they can get caught in time, they've got a couple of drugs out now, they can clear it up really quickly and save their cancer from setting in their liver and so on. Because cancer does that kind of thing with, with constant irritation, with, with low-grade inflammation. That's how it tends to start uh, changing cells with the constant thing. So, again, but it said it would, it would take maybe $1.5 billion to set up a system to, to test everybody that wants it in Canada. But we can throw $400 million across the planet to United Nations, UNESCO, agendas that end up in lots of folks' pockets and so on. That's quite something, isn't it? The corruption in this world is fantastic today. It's incredible. It's so huge. It's corruption. And it's at, at, at the top you have massive gangs. Maybe in, in The big boys at the top are just one big world gang. That's what they are. And they're, they're under these charities and so on, I read one recently too where some folk from Africa were trained, mainly women again, they bring them to Canada, they train them, that they could be here for years and years, they don't work, and they're trained to go back home. Canadians buy estates for them, basically, not just homes, but estates in the countries they came from. And the idea is that they then will set up a system kind of mimicking the country of Canada or, or where it happens to be in the West. But, but it's all done by our tax money. And then these people that set up become like the, the rulers, Just like the the, the techniques that the British Empire used where lieutenant governors and lieutenant generals were appointed by the queen or the king across the planet to rule on behalf of the king or queen, with the powers of the king or queen. Well, that's what they're still doing. And is that democratic? Of course it isn't. What right do we have to stick our, our nose into any other country's affairs? Whether you like them or not has got nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Oh, they do that, and they're well, that's their country. If the folk don't want it in their country, they've got the right to overthrow or change it within themselves. But we can't go around the world as some kind Where did it, where did it charters of rights and so on, or, or democratic principles, where did it all, who wrote the new, the new version across the world here? Huh? We've got to stick our nose into everybody's affairs. How is that pleasing your voters? Your voters aren't voting for any of this stuff. But we accept it, don't we? Just like we accept taxes. Remember the first income taxes were really temporary war taxes. Supposedly. <laughs> and really they needed the wars, like in World War I, to get the Federal Reserve created so they could tax the public in order to pay for all the weapons and so on For the World War I coming along a couple of years later It's all worked out that way And of course once they get taxes like that on the go It's never given up It's never given up at all But see the world is vastly, vastly different From the one we're trained to simply accept At one time too The West at least had had, had a remnant of an idea, of a culture <laughs> Up until fairly recently Of what was right and what was wrong And they got it from Their old religions Which could have been hammered too Because they were used even for wars For getting the wars going The reason the Church of England Started to collapse Was after World War One, And World War Two finished it off Because it was The top of the Church of England Wasn't the Archbishop but It's it's the king or the queen So when you're off to war Every church is preaching Go off and fight for Do God's will and Slaughter your fellow man across there And everything became meaningless Mass slaughter and the whole bit For, for what? That's what he helped do it in. Then. then the rest of it was the We can use the term communist I suppose safe, Safely Attempt to destroy it as well in order to dominate. Remember everything that's to be destroyed is because some other group wants to end up dominating you. It's warfare. There's many versions of warfare. It isn't just economic warfare. And there's cultural warfare all the time. And whoever puts it upon you people it isn't because you they want to see you're bad or whatever, it's because you want to dominate you. I don't care who they are, it wants to do it, that's why it's done. And you find the same, you must get opinions made, you must own the media You find that Lawrence, it was Lawrence of Arabia, talked about it He talked about being sent over with others, taught in Arabic, etc. And sent over to set up newspapers initially in Middle Eastern countries To create public opinion And even would hire people to go around the, the, the bazaars and listen to them chatting and uh, the guys would sit and uh, drink their coffees and, and smoke their hookah pipes, etc And they'd listen to them chat. To see if they were talking about the topics they were putting in their paper And taking the opinions they wanted them to have That's how you do it, it's cultural subversion We've been living in that our whole lives long And it was on the go in the West, long before you were born The Rockefellers set up the commission's in 1930s to, to find out how many uh, newspapers and magazines they'd have to own to create complete, to cover complete public opinion. And even all the lesser ones would then copy the bigger ones. And that's how, how precise this, this kind of thing is. I've even mentioned before articles from the Parameters magazine for the US military. The article, The Mind Has No Firewall. I've mentioned it many, many times, and I've read it many times, and it's all over the place, but never forget that. It's your mind. Your mind's all you got. That's all you have. Your mind. And it's constantly being attacked. By nonsense. Rubbish. Trivia. Spin. Propaganda. And emotive nonsense to get you all riled up about things. And then they give you the opinion that you're supposed to grab To deal with the emotion (laughs) Go off and fight them over there Or whatever it happens to be at the time The amount of data collected today is incredible On all of us Incredible Really super incredible And don't think for an instant That Zuckerberg or any of these characters Or Google or whoever it happens to be Is is lessening up on it You're getting shows Little shows folks To put you back to sleep again That's what they're for Power never gives up Its control Never It must stay as power It must stay at the position of having all control And the internet was was planned to do this Until every citizen Across the, the world eventually it's completely predictable Completely 24 hours a day monitored And any break in their patterns of behavior It's already happening now uh, they, they look into to find out why They've got your clusters of friends and all the rest of it In fact, you, you're slotted pigeonholed exactly And they'll find out why you're breaking your, your routine They want you to know, it's, they're curious That's total control that's what it is, and the lull you have right now—it seems to be a, a little lull, lull after Syria. Don't don't start snoring, folks. The same group—the one who destroyed and Iran destroyed, as are still. This is when they're they're really working hard with. Gone on so many think tanks and so on, and, and groups and strateg- people who work out strategies and subversions—they're working away with the military too. And all, all ways of inducing a war, a big war, and getting it over and done with. Don't be caught off guard. <laughs> don't, 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 please, don't, because, because that's what'll happen. And they'll throw a few freebies or, or good things at home, or the, or the appearance of good things at home—a little bit better economy, or promises of a bit. It's generally promises of a better economy, things like that to keep you happy, to allow the worst to happen, then you sit back, oh well, oh, we're getting this. And so that's, so we can get bought off so darned easily. Huh? You have a few, more, a few more pennies in your pocket uh, until they hammer you again with the next bank collapse later on. So it's okay to go off right now and, and, and uh, bomb and slaughter people again. Huh? It's just too easy, isn't it? But talking about monitoring now, i I mean they put up some links Tonight on really good articles, actually, if you can understand and put them together, and how it's done. And I remember, for instance, uh, it was uh, years ago. Uh, the, the computers they say, "Oh, they're to make things very secure for you. It's all you, your personal computer security." And then it's all lies, of course. And they also said we could make we could make it the a better password by having your fingerprints. And so they came out with that for a while, and, and you always get enough folk who will fall for that kind of thing that happens. And then more folks say, "Well, you know, they'll know all about me anyway, so I've got to hide." So they give them their fingerprints. Then they brought out the tablets and so on, and so, and they even show you in the tablets. Uh, how to use it and what they suggest with all of them right off the bat they give you pictures because we're all stupid now we need to get pictures of your thumb and your forefinger and you see how you can, you can use them both they're very fingers that use your fingerprints <laughs> just beautiful and and they're not stopping with it all now they're not stopping at all not at all, not at all. But it really is something. And so here's an article here, for instance, about the next step, too. And I laughed at this years ago when I saw where it was going to go. I knew where it was going to go. Because I've gone through the talks on eugenics. I've mentioned different uh, movies you can watch to do with eugenics and even the partial uh, interfering of your, of your removing different parts of, of uh, strands of DNA. And so that's where they want to go with all. Take out the bad bits and make the good bits, meaning is me all dopes and really, really stupid. And easily, easily managed, I suppose. And um, yet, movies like Gattaca showing you how they have everybody monitored and who's been altered and who hasn't, and so on. But it's, it's also to do with I can remember when when, <laughs> when anything's free, of course. And they give the snob appeal to the snob appeal is awfully good for folk giving up their rights and and other information. And so I think they came up with Find Your Genealogy. So people fall for that, right? They go right into it, boom, their genealogy Now, when you go into genealogy And with all the sharing of data Then they can sell that information To health institutions and those Organizations and think tanks That study us like like Lance Minutely And then they can go through your genealogy Well, yeah, Your granny died of this And your da- great-granddad died of that So they mix all these different causes of death And they come out with oh, the possibilities Of what you might have wrong with you uh, down the roads And that's passed on to insurance companies and so on Through snob appeal Because you want to find out if you're late to royalty And nonsense like that Who cares? Hmm? And even Facebook had something like that Where they wanted to send your DNA and, and these other genealogical ones are doing the same thing A little swab test and you send it off to them For free of course Then they share it and it's put on databases And do you think the cops don't have that too? Huh? Huh? Really? Here's an article here, Investigative Strategy of Police Prompts Debate on DNA Privacy Rights This is from Canada Then it, then it goes into things that's working on today now with, with DNA Because they're sharing it on both sides of the border and so on From, from all these people that are giving it all out for free because they have snob appeal I want to find out if I was related to, you know, uh, King so-and-so And it says here that they're now actually matching it up The cops, we didn't even know the cops had got all this stuff, right? But the cops have been using it quietly. And Britain's been got articles on it where they've, they've traced people through DNA sampling that they put up voluntarily. People they were after, or people that, uh, for instance, rapists, for instance. And they'll keep the stuff on ice in a sense for, for years and years for the DNA. They didn't know who it belonged to, but then the people <laughs> will give up their free samplings of DNA for their snob appeal tests. And it's shared with the cops. It's happening all over. And you can't help people who, who give up freedom one thing after another. Now, don't forget, too, that DNA testing is not perfect. And I can remember some of the first DNA ones in Canada, where I think, they brought a, I, think I mentioned it before, that they brought in a woman from Australia who was a, classed as a DNA expert in some case years ago. And they found the guy guilty on her testimony And then years later they found out he wasn't guilty at all with, with further tests and more advanced and so on And she actually admitted that she was pressurized to say that it was him So don't ever forget the human aspect of things And if people, if, they want, if a system wants you out the way They can set you up for anything at all That's another part of the reality of life That's another part Don't forget that for, for, for a moment there was an article in the, in the paper recently where a cop, and, and, oh, a bunch of cops, had in, uh, done a raid on some house for drugs. And they actually have uh, the guy's cameras on, in, in the house, the monitors inside the house, actually saw the cop stuffing uh, the cash, the loose cash, they found pounds of it, into his socks. That happens apparently all the time. It's an in house joke with a lot of the cops, too. The people who, for instance, and and, and robberies and things, uh, whoever's left, they can they often help themselves because the Hoover eventually is caught for, for theft is going to get the blame anyway. But we're taught to see everything as on the up and up and somehow holier than now and real and pristine and clean. You know that's how we're taught. We're trained. We're kept to be naive you see it's your detectives said they uploaded a DNA sample from the crime scene to an open source genealogy database called GDMatch, after identifying genetic relatives. And again, see, don't forget too, if a relative does that, it's the same as these people who snap their, their, their phones over where they go and, and take you to, even if you don't carry one yourself. And they're helping these authorities. Uh, your friends become your problem. So your relatives end up uh, sending everything off, and then you'll be clapped. Well, they've got they've got a sister, they've got a brother, whatever it happens to be. Oh well, now I've got pretty well. Their, their DNA too. They must be in within this range. You see what I'm saying? You can't get any privacy with these fools. You really can't get privacy, and you're entitled to privacy. Privacy is an awfully important thing. People fought wars in the past to get privacy when the king ruled the the, the, the land. And we'd send his, his, his redcoats uh, to any houses without warrants or anything else. And just haul you off in some dungeon somewhere. It took centuries to get privacy. And now the folk are giving it all up. There are two, five questions about genetic genealogy and how police use it. And they give, this is Vancouver. This was written too. Again, another article on the same thing. Then Washington Police says DNA led to arrest of man for 1987 murders of Victoria Couple. And so on. So this is where they're getting all this this data from now. Now they've got the National Missing Persons DNA program. In twenty seventeen over seventy eight thousand Canadians were reportedly missing or reported as missing I guess the police. Of those approximately eighty eight percent were found within seven days. Generally, of those people reported missing in a given year, approximately 500 remain missing after one year. And the resolution of these cases would bring much-needed answers and relief to families missing of missing persons. So the RCMP in Canada created the National Missing Persons DNA Programme to support missing persons' unidentified remains investigations at a national level. It says, here, it, says it leverages the work already done by two RCMP programmes, the National Centre for Missing Persons and Unidentified Remains, N-C-M-P-U-R, and the National DNA Data Bank, which is called NDDB, and so on and so on. So you see where it's all going as well. Now, don't forget, as I've said before, this is eugenics. You're talking eugenics here, too, and the amount of information they get from your relatives, or you, uh, will be used on your relatives as well, including insurance policy. Should they treat you or not? Should they do this or that? Blah, blah, blah. Write down... To, to well your children might be um, hyper, they might have psychopathic tendencies, everything might or maybe, they had big big world meetings about this years and years ago, you know on maybe maybe they wanted the right, should, they should have the right to check into everybody's uh, DNA and family histories, etc., to get the right kind of people born and maybe get rid of those you might not want born, or those who might have terrible illnesses like <clears throat> allergies. Not, I'm not kidding you. You have no idea what's going on, do you? Hmm. But you could have if you want to. You could know. And then the government of Canada announces the launch of the RCMP's National Missing Persons DNA Database again. Then Facebook lets 60 companies, right? Remember, this is the company, too, that also was going to give us your samples of your DNA and all the rest of it. Let 60 companies, including Apple and Amazon, have deep access to personal data about users and their friends. And the controversial deals are still in place. Interesting. I eh? wouldn't stop folk from using it. I doubt if many folk dropped out of using it. And here's where you end up going with a lot of this stuff. And I really mean it's so important, so important. Chronically ill man's lawyer. This is where they're, they're going with Canada, is as, as to as take you off medications that they could give you. We can, we can throw money across the planet. But they want to cut back on extending folks', folks lives that, that are ill, that can be treated and live decent, quite a few years with pain-free and all the rest of it. No, let's, let's give them pills to, 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 for suicide instead. And I've read these articles before about the, the suicide ones being passed here in Canada. Because it's cheaper for them to do that. And they could use that money for something else, couldn't you? Like some big private corporation, start-up money. Stuff like that. Here's one here, it says, Chronically ill man's lawyer in Canada costs a moratorium on assisted deaths in Canada. Lawyer representing a man who'd been stuck in a London Ontario hospital for two years is demanding that Canada's justice minister halts all medically assisted deaths until legislation is changed to ensure that all necessary services to help patients live are provided first. This is inevitable, it would go the, go the other way. Because that was always the agenda. On behalf of his client Roger Foley, Ken Berger sent a letter to Justice Minister uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould requesting an immediate moratorium and a public inquiry on all assisted deaths provided in the country so far. Persons suffering with severe disabilities require necessary health care, assistance and compassion, Berger wrote. These crucial services are not always provided at times of most need or in such a way that relieves suffering. Instead, Persons with disabilities are being assisted to their death rather than being assisted with life. Awfully important. This has to be said more and more often. And and you'll all fall into it. Well, you know, you'd do the same if you were ill. You don't get what they're saying here. Governments are encouraging you to take suicide pills for economic reasons. And that'll become the norm, you say, Well, you got that. Okay, why don't you take this pill and kill yourself? Run, say we could treat you and keep you alive pretty well for quite a long time after that If they can, that is When you put this into governments' <laughs> hands This right, see, as I say, governments should never be involved in this Never, ever, never, ever be involved in this kind of thing They always have other reasons And they're quite open now, they're starting to come, well, you know, it's economics But they can throw billions across the planet other big agendas of controlling other countries Through other techniques <laughs> And destroying all cultures as well <laughs> Across our countries In order to rule those countries don't, don't forget it all Nothing is done in this system For altruistic reasons I hope you realize that, really Anyway, uh, Mr. Foley suffers from an incurable neurological disease Called Cerebular Ataxia He's found a, a landmark lawsuit against London Hospital, several health agencies, an interior government and federal governments. He alleges that health officials will not provide him with an assisted home care team of his choosing, instead offering, amongst other things, medically assisted death. There you go. Huh? The message is don't get ill. If you get ill and you're a nobody, you're down at the bottom. Well, you know, this is what it's all about, isn't it? We're becoming so inhumane in society and ruthless, of winners and losers, aren't we? Hey, eh? that's all you hear now. Another one: two newly available drug could boost number of self-administered assisted deaths. Canada again. This, this is is it just what they're doing across the world? Holland started it all, and then it spread. And uh, here we are. Over a tiny, a, a tiny percentage of Canadians who've received medical assistance to end their lives has chosen to self-administer a lethal drug. Cocktail. There's a problem with the, with a cocktail it says, you might throw it up if you're sick. It doesn't taste good. You might not finish it all and then once you recover they have to give it to you again. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that humane, eh? So you've got barbitol, this the drug they're gonna give Canadians instead, a little cheap pill. Awfully better cheap, it's much cheaper than actually using the insurance money they paid in their whole lives long for healthcare. And uh, take that instead of getting treated. The government's got much, much better things to do with that money Apart from their own pay raises and so on And their big grants To here, take this money and start your cooperation For the right kind of people Anyway, it's considered the best way for suffering individuals Who want to control the manner of their deaths As much as possible It's a kind of barbitry of choice Because it's quicker say and duration Such that the dying person is reduced So they don't have so much waiting and time as they, as they kick the bucket so there you go, this is the, this is the push, yep. here's the push here, it's, it's more humane this one, it's better than the last one, you know, than all that kind of stuff. And you can take it yourself. And they're also pushing too, uh, to expand, because they always do these things, expand the patient's right to decide for themselves to take the pill, and if they've got Alzheimer's or so on, they're trying to expand it so, so those relatives can then decide to kill their aunt or granny or their, their parents for that matter. You We're not going to treat folk anymore We're going to kill them And that's all the stuff that you heard That accused Adolf Hitler of hmm? huh? Think about it folks And one day you'll be quivering be going into the hospital Because be, that's, that's the end of you <laughs> Then you get genetic engineering And chemical agriculture What's in your food And they go into GMO crops Weed killers and so on this is all part of it, too. They know they're folk are dropping dead with cancers as, as, as the rate goes up. All part of the humane way of you bringing the population down. Other one, too, is to do with... You won't mind them so much because they're legalizing marijuana in Canada here. I'll put more articles up on that. The Canada Senate passed a bill Thursday legalizing recreational marijuana. So they'll always start with the usual thing, with, you know, this is for medical reasons only. And now you can go into recreational marijuana. And the government will sell it. So, the government will be your drug pusher, and as they go on with prostitution and so on, and get all that wonderfully run and so on by the government, the state departments, etc., then they'll be your pimp too. Do you think maybe your values have changed somewhat along the way here or something? Then, Canada, true government, as I say, $400 million investment at the G7 summit to help. The world's poorest girls to, to get to school but, but but let's not test Let's not put money into testing Canadians For different hepatitis That they could really treat now If they could, if they could just get them in time And let them know they got it Etc And when the G7 meeting's going on here Be nice and don't spread manure So Canadian farmers around the G7 meeting Are told to avoid the smelly fertiliser For the, 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 the special You know, special People who, even though they, they go to toilets that like you and I and pull their pants down to use it, uh, they somehow have very sensitive noses, you know. The very things you used to talk about royalty at one time, you know. Nothing changes, eh? And I put Peter Hitchens' one up too on, on Britain and the ISIS female terrorists now in Britain and how they plan to start mayhem in Britain and a bunch of were caught. And now illegal immigrants are are paying thousands of pounds To be smuggled into Britain via the Irish border And then flying from Paris to Ireland And then straight across into Britain, you see Well, these are hardly poor refugees That can afford thousands of pounds So there you go That's about it for for today Remember, two folks uh, You can't say much in an hour, as I say But, uh, as I say, get the books and discs at com. Website. No one else uh, sells my stuff, just me And make sure it is my site And you'll find my how to order it on the website too Beware of frauds, and they're out there alright But uh, as we go into decline with society And there's no real values anymore or decency You expect a lot more of this kind of stuff From the very top to the bottom People will copy those at the top And a lot of them actually admire the crooks at the very top Including the politicians, and I do lump them into the same categories, by the way. For myself, Alan Watchman here at Canada, it's good night's. May your God or your gods go with you.